I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. Come through, come through. On a late night, on a late night. I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. So come through, come through. On a late night. Need you in my corner when I'm jotting down a master plan. Need you in the morning when I feel like no one understands. Need you to remind me that I got the. Hey, hello, 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 hello. Beautiful people out there. It's your girl KD and your girl Queen B. And Kiba, welcome to Get Into It. Yes, Friday episode, night. It's Friday Night Live, episode six, y'all. Episode six, episode six. Hey. <laughs> so before we get into the episode, I mean, okay, so I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, today's topic is uh, different levels of best friends relationship. We're going to get into that later on. But before we get into everything, I want to ask y'all how y'all eat. I, I thought we was doing... Okay, never mind. What? Go ahead. Just go ahead. How was well, everybody's week? My week was awesome. I am now a certified nutritionist. Um, you know, so holler at me for consultation. I know what you're talking about. Um, it was a great, it was a great week, man. Um, I can't complain about anything. Seen a lot of characters just being out and about. Um, people only asking for money because they ain't got no money to the first. Um, you know, it's been a good week. What's trying to do with my baby? What about y'all? Uh, my week was good. Um, I spent most of it with my god sister and my niece. You know, she's a single mom, so I'll be doing what I can to help her out whenever I can or whatever. Um, particular test on what was it Wednesday and um I was really nervous about it because I'm not a good test taker so I was really nervous about taking the test because I mean it was just all, all kinds of things going through my head you know I, I tend to overthink things but come to find out I took the test and I scored higher than what I was supposed to even score and I ended up skipping my next math class all the way straight to pre-algebra so yeah. you know big up for me big up for me big up for me yeah, so. <laughs> so you know that kind of boosted yeah. me this week you know yeah. y'all can't be downplaying herself cause she is like a star yeah. star right yeah. so proud of her thank you cheers thank to KD cheers you. come on get your cup maybe cause I said cheers oh, cheers to KD thank you thank and you for her accomplishment she, that she's uh all the things that she's accomplishing in school Elliot and I was able to share, um, I finally got my t-shirts out there this week, you know. Oh, yes, Caterfly wear. It's popping, y'all. We, um, KD got a couple of, um, shirts already on there for Caterfly wear. We're working on some other stuff for it. Um, you can also find the official Get Into It merch on that website. Um, if you click the link in my Instagram or Facebook, um, bios, then... You, it'll take you right to the merch um, page or whatever. Um, 
Meech is cooking up something. We ain't gonna say too much about it, but Meech and his brother cooking up something. We gonna have something real coming soon. Real, coming soon. real nice for y'all. Real look, soon. Look, look, look. With my with my Stevie J mouth. Real soon. We coming soon. <laughs> oh, and if y'all been paying attention to our post this week, um, um, uh, the other day was um National Book Week, a uh, book day, and I posted my my books that I published. So um. If you go to my personal page, you can um find the link to that if y'all haven't checked it out yet. I'm gonna eventually add that link to And the, before the show is over with tonight, we're gonna have all the links in the comments or the you know, we're gonna let y'all know how to get to everything, so Let's get into these hot topics, y'all. Y'all ready? Yeah. Hot topics. All right. The first hot topic we have on the docket today is Black China is suing the Kardashians slash Jenners for for the cancellation of her hers and Rob's show. Okay. Let's get into this. Black Black uh Black China is in legal battle with the Kardashians. China legal name Angela White claims that they are the reason her and ex fiance Rob Kardashian show was canceled. She is suing them for a hundred million dollars and lost earnings from the twenty sixteen spinoff after only one season, and the loss of celebrity earning powers for the result of that. During the opening statement. China's lawyer, Lin Ciani, claimed that Kris Jenner set out to have Robin China canceled. However, the Kardashian lawyer, Michael G. Rhodes, said that the couple's reality show was canceled by E! Network because the couple broke up and had nothing to do with the Kardashians. You can't have a Robin China show without Robin China. The trial that, that's taking place in Los Angeles began with jury selection on April 18th and it is off to an intense start with allegations of abuse on China's part. According to Chris Jenner when she took the stand on Friday, Chris became emotional while recalling the volatile 2016 argument she heard heard between her and between China and her son. And testifying that this particular incident traumatized Rob and that she believed that China attempted to murder her son. China looked China took the stand and described a happy celebration she and Rob had on December 14, 2016, when they learned that Rob and China has had been greenlit for season for a second season. China described how later that evening in a playful manner she wrapped a <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. In a playful <laughs> manner, she wrapped a phone charger cord around his neck in an attempt to get his attention. At that time, he was on FaceTime with a friend, and then went and then she went to she went for his unloaded gun that Rob kept on his dresser. She said that the whole time she was playing with Rob, Rob was playing along with her as well. But Chris felt otherwise. Chris said, putting a gun to my son's head is no joke to me. And anyway, y'all, this is still ongoing and a lot more layers to this. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do all I can to, um, to keep, 
keep you guys informed, but how y'all feel about this? Because this shit is crazy. It really I, is. I personally feel like China set her up, herself up for this. I, I agree. Like, since you knew that you did all of this crazy outlandish shit to this boy and to other people, like, you should have just bowed out gracefully and walked away. I feel like China is starting to become broke. I feel like her money is running dry. And she thinking, I could probably get a quick hundred mil from them. These motherfuckers rich. You know, it ain't gonna hurt them. But no, boo-boo. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. And you kind of make it easy look bad. Like, for real. You kinda yeah, I just told you earlier, like, I, China is one person that I don't care if people don't know she's from the city. Like, please don't rep us. Please, like, please seriously. Look, at the end of the day, they had a little situation going on. Who knows what's going on behind the scenes? I don't know, but as far as the child looking, look like it's not going in her direction. At all. Well, Kiba is convinced that they they secretly mess with each other. I am. Because, now listen, my reasoning behind this is because um, the Kardashian family, well, not even this Kardashian family, just Hollywood, period, is known for just doing certain things, staging certain things and I, I don't see this as a stage. And I mean I I'm not I'm not saying it is. I'm not sitting here saying it is. I'm just saying it's possible. But she gonna get something out of them people. She ain't gonna I, I get a, she ain't gonna get a hundred million. She ain't gonna get a no, hundred million. See, I don't see her she ain't gonna get a hundred million. I mean, she ain't gonna get something out of them people. She gonna she get, requested to she take the trial, take the stand again because she got flustered over new pics that the Kardashian lawyer showed her when she took the stand the first time. And the lawyer, her lawyer, requested that she have a redo, well, and the judge denied it. So apparently. Her and Rob agreed to put that pitch out from what I read, an article I read. But again, you know, this is this is a big media thing. So, you know, it's a lot of articles on this. So, it you know. is. That's why I said there's a lot more layers to this. It is. Yeah. Um. Like I said, China should have just... She's not getting no money. That and, and I don't think... We got a comment that says China just money hungry. And I, I agree. Because, like... What do you even need the money for? Ain't like you taking care of the kids. China, I mean, Rob and uh, Ty didn't take care of the kids. Like, mm-hmm. she can't take the kids. I take think when she get them one day a week. On Sunday, she can't she take got, the, She only got both of them. She said not take them yeah, to Chick Fil A. That's crazy. <laughs> she can't go to Chick Fil A with the kids. That's crazy. Yeah, cause Chick Fil A closed on Sunday. Can you? No Chick Fil A for her and the kids. Shit is crazy. <laughs> Once you're Once you're something else even crazier. Yeah, this so, is real crazy. Here we go, uh, folks. This is out of Eastern Kentucky. It's called Sexy Summer Camp, right? So, this is nonsense out of the great USA again. But out of Hazard, Kentucky, that's the name of the city. Hazard, Kentucky. And the name explains itself. It's self-explanatory. Like, that's not... That's you can imagine what people come from Hazard, Kentucky. Like, that's actually... For real. Like, you I'm can not, imagine. It's called Hazard, Kentucky. <laughs> um, but we have Sexy Sex Egg, which is a virtual workshop that took place last summer. Tanya Turner describes herself as a film fat, queer, magical, pleasure worker, educator, and artist. She started Sexy Sex Ed in 2012 and has since teamed up with Caitlin Cummins, Laura, I don't want to mess up her name, but um, Laura, Helene, Helene, Laura, Helene, and Kristen Ockton. Journalist Chris Rufo 
is responsible for breaking the came news and a statement on sexysexed.com because she has a website. The team says they never they never held in-person workshops and their virtual camp last year was the first was the first which may be true, but according to an interview with Tanya and NewNowNext.com writer James Nichols from 2020, Tanya early convos about sex started in 2008 with the Stay Together Appalachian Youth Program, Stay, you know, as the acronym. Shortly after Stay's founding, Tanya began offering ad hoc LGBTQ inclusive sex ed workshops. So she was holding little workshops on the side with this, you know, organization. The organization was made to um, encourage a 16 to 30 year old to stay in the city of Hazard because this is a rural Kentucky town with nothing going on. You see what I'm saying? But they want the people that's getting degrees and stuff to, this. that's what this program stay was for. Uh, okay. But she was holding sex ed workshops on the side, you know what I'm saying? But, Under the name but claims that you know they she never held sex ed workshops. But um you know so to say it's never been taught in person was false. Um I think this is an agenda being pushed here and I don't like it because parents should be responsible for anything a child learns, especially sex. And if you look deeper into this story, um I'm be honest with me, it pissed me off, like, you know, because this woman, like, just look, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a well-traveled person, but it's certain places in this United States, in this world, where people are really not exposed to the outside world, so they have their own situation going on, because this woman, she was raised like in the mountains, what she claims to be a witch cover <coughs> with all women, like her grandmother, mother, aunt, sisters. Mm -hmm. And like I said, she claims this to be a witch coven that mm -hmm. they got different stuff going on, crystals and all that, which I'm into, but they probably into it on some other shit. Other, other you know type of level, but yeah. like I said, this is this is something that um is going on out here. You know what I'm saying? But how y'all feel about that? <laughs> I feel like this shit is crazy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you first came to me with the story, at first I was like, okay, what's wrong with that? Until you told me it was all ages. Yeah, it's a kid. Like, if it was an adult me, type, if it was an adult-based summer camp, then I don't see nothing wrong with that because adults yeah, can do whatever the they want to do. When he first told me and told us about the topic, I looked it up, and, and my little, you know, my little quick research... I seen that they was accepting kids as, as young as thirteen, but then it's as young as 13. then I heard that you told me she but they they, they fighting to make. But she said out her own mouth she that said, she as soon so as her nephew it's can a walk. It's a video of her um, when they were asking her about you know the camp or whatever, and she explained. She was like, "Yeah, because this this is what the camp is based around. The camp is based around them teaching um, masturbation." BDSM, which I know is bondage, domination, you know, sadism, masochism, um, sex on illicit drugs, and just other things revolving around sex, you know what I'm saying? Specifically targeted towards the LBGTQ community, but it's all-inclusive. But, like I say on the video, she says, um, you know, she can't wait to her nephew start walking, and she's ready to teach them how to masturbate. 
So obviously this woman is looking toward, you know, it's giving uh, you know, yeah, and, it and, and this is why That's I say it's, giving it's pushing a certain agenda because see the thing about it is we we expose it so much so we become numb to certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? I agree and, to that to a certain extent. And we 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 really don't understand what be going on out here sometimes because again, like you know, every person out here has a story. You know what I'm saying? And someone like her is molding someone's story right as we speak because this thing is spread across five states now. And this is in Kentucky, Kansas, Mississippi, and two other states. I can't remember the other states it was in. But, like, they're getting behind her on this. You know what I'm saying? She's a, um, I, I don't be in the politics and all that shit, but she's a left-wing person. She speaks out against the right wing. She speaks out about Mr. Chris Rufo, who broke this story, saying he's a right-wing journalist who just, you know, downplays everything and stuff like that. So, obviously, she's going to use that as fuel to say why this is a good thing and, like, it's just... It's a lot of craziness going on out it here. Is. You know what I'm saying? Children should. I I agree with Kebab in the in the aspect that parents should be the ones to teach their children this, just like anything else. Just like just like you don't leave it up to your to the school to teach your child their ABCs and colors and stuff. You start teaching them that at home at a young age. Like it should be up to the parent to decide when to start talking to their child about <laughs> sexual sex education and stuff like that. And, like, I personally do believe that you should start talking to them about the young because, you know, it's predators out here and kids need mm -hmm. to know, you know, who are sa who's safe and who's I mean, not and your body parts and all that kind of stuff. But as far as, like, actually showing my child how to give oral sex yeah. or how to masturbate... I don't like, feel like giving no. oral sex and how to masturbate are essential for children to know. I feel like learning how to masturbate is something you learn on your own, for one thing. That's something you're it's not like doing your own. It's exactly, you know, like how can you teach? How can you masturbate wrongly? Like you know how to make yourself feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what to do to, in order to make yourself feel good. So there's no wrong way in masturbating in my right. eyes. But, well, let, let me finish. Let me finish. And as far as uh uh, uh giving a, a child an age when a uh, age to win. You should start teaching them about sex. I feel like it should start whenever a child questions you about it. Like if the child is five years old and come to you with a question about testicles or question about you, you should answer them truthfully. You should let them know all the time. Like for instance, I use this for an example all the time, and I love my father. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, fathers when they raising daughters, they it, it's kind of like. They don't want to be as vulgar or something. I don't know if that's the word I'm trying to say. But I don't even think it's that they don't want to be vulgar. I just think a lot of men don't know how to talk to their daughters about certain things. Yeah, what I was trying to get at. For the longest time, yeah. my father had me call it my private area, my parking book. That's what he called it. Because I think it's a taboo subject to yeah. children, even though we should like not it, just the children it, to the adults. To the adults. It, it is, but 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 at twelve years old, I should know that my private area is not called a parking lot. That is called a I, I feel know? like stuff like that is wrong, even as a young child, because like. What if your if you telling your child that their private areas are like pocketbooks or cookies or anything like that? Like, 
when you're, what if some sexual happens to your child and they go to express this and be like, somebody, somebody touched my pocketbook. Yeah, exactly. But somebody who doesn't know how you're teaching your child yeah, is not going like, to okay. assume yeah, exactly. that your child is being touched. Exactly. They're going to think they're really it's touching about a pocketbook or a cookie. Yeah. But that's why, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer. And it comes down to, you know, that's why we have to individually change ourselves in the direction for any kids you connect to, whether it's your kid, your grandkid, nephew, niece, godchild, you know. I agree, I agree. Because when I was a kid, I used to be embarrassed to say penis and vagina. I used to be embarrassed to say those words. But those are the proper words that you're supposed to say. You are a, a child is supposed to be able to say, I have a vagina, I have a penis. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? Like, that, and, and I do I feel like we should teach children the proper names for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because that's like I was talking to a friend earlier and she was telling me how she was changing her daughter, her baby, in front of um changing her diaper in front of another child, a boy, and the boy's like five or whatever. And was like the boy looked at, at her daughter and was like, Oh, she got a pussy. You should not be saying that. That's what I'm saying. Again, like it's a lot of things that not only kids but adults are exposed to right now, and we yeah, but we are. I agree. That goes back to my whole numb thing. Like we become numb to a lot of things because it becomes so. That, I, I don't want to say to me that goes back to you teaching your child because obviously that that boy's parent or parents or whoever is the you know adult figure in his life be saying pussy around, around him. him. And, and you and, that, and they should that's inappropriate. Well, like you encourage me to learn how to talk around their children as well. You, this this internet generation is different though because it's e- it's more easier for them to get exposed to. You know, I agree with it's that. More, that that is more, true. And that, that, like, that, but that, 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 you say that, Dimitri. But, I mean, you say that, Keebox. But it do also go back to the parents. And, and, I'm about to give Keebox a perfect example of something that he did his own self. Because, if, if, if you are observing of your children and watching what they're doing and watching, listening to what they're listening to, then your kids still won't be exposed to that. Perfect example, when when you was in the living room with Amari that time and he was li- watching that SpongeBob stuff on YouTube. Yeah, what was it, the, the Roblox thing or whatever? Yeah, about, yeah. Don't you want to fuck me? SpongeBob? Exactly, exactly. And no one heard that but Dimitri. But Dimitri heard it, I mean, but, but Keebaugh heard it and Keebaugh was like, Turn that shit off. Like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. It goes, all goes back to the village. And, and Camille didn't feel no type of way. The, uh, Keebaugh told her what he heard. And Camille was like, oh, yeah, turn that shit off. For and real. Then, and then that goes, that, that also goes yeah, along with something I was, I, I seen posted not too long ago with people, um, somebody was saying that. Is no village to raise the kids anymore, and that's one thing I appreciate about our family, our family and our, you know, select group of mm-hmm. individuals that come around our family. Like we are a village, and nobody, and none of us are going to get mad at you for correcting the child no. if they're doing something wrong. wrong, because we all know that we all are in, mm-hmm. uh, in the end goal. We're trying to raise this child right and, and make them be the better than us. Like, oh boy. I want to take some room to do it. I'm, I'm not. I mean, doing? that thing's a little fat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you know what? No, 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 no,
no, no, you good. You good. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting over here from this distance. It just looks a little fat. Yeah, I can't be. Okay, so we done with that? Yeah, so. Oh, no. I just wanted to say one more thing. Um... We kind of really got into it on that one. I'm just no. I just want to say one more thing about this lady. Like she really disgusts me. Me too. She really you by yourself pisses me off. Like I said, she's giving pedophile. I mean, I'm life. not sitting here saying look into the story, but if you look guys have to look into the story, it's trust okay. me. So the things that you're gonna I learn, mean. even about the other women. I didn't get into the other women, but like. Just yeah, because this the the young lady that Meech spoke. I mean, that Kiba spoke of was um, just one of the individuals who are like, working yeah, together. She's the founder, but the other three are like you know people she end up. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying? let me see. Oh. Oh. We about to get into the next topic. This next topic, which is, y'all should be familiar so, with. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I wasn't into a queen water to buy attention for real. So. so, this next topic is something that I'm very familiar with because, as Kiba and KD know, I'm I'm always hip and prone to keeping up with stories like this, and I'll get more into that later. But right now, we talk, we're going to stop. We're going to be talking about Trey songs and. Um, last week, a podcaster accused Trey Songz of being the next R. Kelly. And y'all, when I heard it, I couldn't agree more. And, um, I brought it to KD, and she hadn't heard about all of the things that Trey has been accused of. And I was like, well, if you haven't heard it, then maybe our viewers haven't either. So let's get everybody up to date. Trey has a long list of sexual allegations Dating back to um, I have here twenty twelve is the is the one I could find um that you know the furthest date I could find back or whatever um and it's not just sexual allegation he's just a violent man altogether um I have here that he was arrested for um punching a, a oh for hitting a stripper with a water cash and blacking her eye. Wow, he that was, had to be a thick-ass water cat. Yeah. For real. Um, <laughs> that case was settled out of court. That was in 2012. In 2016, he played he guilty to two misdemeanors <clears throat> for punching a police officer, a sergeant, um, at a concert and throwing the microphone and hitting the cameraman. Um, he was sentenced 18 months of probation for that. Uh... Later on in 2017, Kiki Palmer accused him of um, using sexual intimidation to get her to participate in a video that she didn't want to be in. And he ended up using the footage that he, um, you know, in, uh, that he uh, coerced her into doing for the video without her permission. Anyway, Kiki expressed that during this time, she was so afraid of Trey that she actually hid in a closet to get away with him, like, mm-hmm. for, away from him, that she was just so, um, scared or whatever, and she didn't speak out about it until, um, until months later. Uh, let's see here. What else? A year later, he was arrest, arrested for domestic violence. I think a couple of us heard about this. A woman he was dating, he basically beat her up mm-hmm. in the house. I read about that. that and, um, and uh, it says here he choked her out, punched her, um, knocked her down some steps. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he denied, and he denied all these claims. Uh, most of the time, he's denying these claims. 
let's see. I think it's oh the same year. Another woman accused him of uh, of penetrating her vagina um, at a club in Miami. Um, a one, uh, somebody else revealed to yeah, the same woman that, that um that and on the same night he reached into her pants and grabbed her butt, you know, without her consent. Like Trey is just he's on off the hook, he's y'all. Giving, he's um, giving he feels untouchable. Um, real. the the year after that, he punched a bartender at a Cardi B concert. So, just in February, a woman came out accusing him of raping her at her house. Um, back in 2016. Uh, and, and this nigga. Uh, Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this this month somebody else said something. Like it's just outrageous, y'all. And like um me personally, um, I'ma just go ahead and mute Trey Songs now. I mean, I'm pretty sure the rest of y'all to catch on catch on eventually. Uh y'all you can ask KD. I did the same thing when all of that shit started first coming out about R. Kelly. I was like, fuck that man, not listening to that shit. Wasn't nobody else on the boat with me. But, I guess. Reroll that shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't even try to reroll it, bro. But um, yeah. With my um, my my bag at my purse. I think it's over there somewhere, Kitty. But um, yeah. When the, the shit first started coming up about R. Kelly, I before anybody was like mute R. Kelly or he's a bad man. Before the documentary got that shit, I stopped supporting him because I was like, this man is a creep. And as it stands for me right now, Trey Songs is on the on the same page. And I'ma um go ahead and dial out of my fandom for him. Yeah, well I know the other day when uh Queen first brought it to my attention, you know, of course I had to do my due diligence and do my research on it. And the stuff that I read was very disturbing as well. Like I read about one one um allegation of a, a female saying that he urinated on her after consensual sex. Like she said that she said that they was at she said that they were um in a hotel room and they had consensual sex and he got up, she thought he was about to go to the restroom and all of a sudden she felt warm liquid on her back and looked up and he was urinating on her. Then she said when she tried to leave, he threatened to throw her purse and her phone off the balcony to make her stay in the rooms. Like, yeah, that to me, that's crazy. Like I, I'm with I'm crazy. with Queen when it comes to mutant Trey. Like you know, I, 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 even though he's from the DMV area and, you know, I, I was rooting for him. I was one of his biggest fans when he first came out. I think he I was, for we I was, was not, yeah, we his album first album and everything, but, you know, I, I, I cannot support anyone like that. Like, I, I was with everybody with the mute R. Kelly, so I, I, I. I can't be one way with one and another way with another. That that will make me fake, you know. Yeah, as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned, um, he he's a bitch. <laughs> like he's a menace to society, like he's, and he's a menace to society. Like <laughs> like he really is a menace. Like honestly, it might be something wrong with that boy. Like, but the stuff he's doing to these women, though, like that crazy. man, like is. Like he's insane, you know what I'm saying? And then like, like I said, it's not even like the the sexual assault is bad enough. But then like he's physically assaulting men too. Hitting the police officer, the bartender and the um fucking cameraman at the at the concerts, like Trey, you off the hook. Yeah, my and like I said, he's giving 
He's feeling like he's untouchable. That's what he's giving to me. That's that what was said in um in an article that I read the other day that was basically comparing him to R. Kelly and like um spoke about how boastful he is about himself and his songs and you know his sexual uh stance and all that you know from the neighbors know my name to you know uh sets um, and yeah, and he's very similar to like, R. Kelly. They he they make very similar music genre, yeah. and they're both fucking creeps. <laughs> <laughs> I never really looked at it like that. I, I, I honestly didn't look at it from that perspective until I was looking at the um until I was looking at reading the article the other day. When I read the article the other day I was like yeah, yeah that shit isn't crazy. So okay as it is right now getting to it is as mutant Trey Songs. So if y'all want to Go along with us. Hashtag mute trace songs. Yes. Okay, so this next one, y'all. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I stumbled across this story. Like I really did. Like the other day, I was in my room and I was like, I gotta come up with my second story. I don't know what my second story gonna be. And I happened to get on Google and came across this, and I was really like, what? Like what? I couldn't believe what I was reading. Okay, hold on, y'all. I really couldn't believe what I was reading, y'all. So, let's get into this. Okay, so apparently, everybody was not as happy about the many black faces at the country, at the country music awards this year. I'm so, sorry, I'm kind of riled up about I this. I know, one. I know. <laughs> so, let's get into this. Okay, R&B singer... Monica, along with Avengers actor Anthony Mackie, both were part of this year's CMT award show. Monica, who performed alongside alongside Jimmy Allen and Little Big Show, and Anthony Mackie, who was co-host, who was co-host. I guess it's fair to say that this year's Country Music Awards show was more diverse than normal. So naturally, everyone didn't like this. One person in particular is a white reporter by the name of Patrick Howley. Howley made several racist comments and complained that there were, there were, in his words, so many black people at this year's CMT Music Awards show on April 11th. Howley's reference to Anthony Mackie was, who is this guy hosting it? He continued with, no offense. And me personally, I'm going to pause right here. I hate when people say no offense or not trying to be funny because you are you are being offensive. And you, and whatever you're going to say, I you know it's no offensive. offense. You know it's it's no going offense. to be offensive. So you know it's offensive. But let me get back to it. Okay, no offense. I mean, y'all have hip-hop and basketball. <laughs> like, what? Now, know what I mean? It's like just... Just fly with your flock, bro. He continued to say there were so many black people there. There were so many black people there. Sorry to say, but like so, so many black celebrities who who have nothing to do with country music, and it's like why? And honestly, okay. sir, I feel like you need to educate yourself before you get on the internet talking about black people have nothing to do with um. Country music because black people invented country music. You have ever heard of Muddy Waters? Like, like I know you seen the movie Got Like Records. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like they they invented this shit. So 
proceeds to say, no disrespect to the funky brothers of music. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire and Run DMC, etc. But, I mean, country music is different. Country music's different. It's not Wakanda. What? It's Wakanda. not Wakanda. Like, what? Wakanda. It, it, like, oh my God. Anyway. My bad. I'm thinking that the angles. It's okay. After seeing this clip on the media, Monica felt compelled to respond to this foolery. But Monica's response was just as graceful as she is. Monica on Instagram posted, I've never been more motivated, Patrick Howley. Although your feelings may be likely shared by some, it is not by the masses. I have an all-star legendary team of true country artists that are currently working with me that would beg to differ because of the genuine hearts of of legacy fame and CMT I shared the stage with Jimmy Island and Little Big Show this was the first of many times you will see me the Grammy Award winner concluded with I see you caught my skin melanated but you missed that it was tough I'm rooted in the word and built and built to last. See you soon, or should I say, welcome to Wakanda. Gracefully bows with Anthony Mackie. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like, like I mean, I feel like I feel like if you were, it, honestly, his his shit wasn't even dignified as a response for real, for real. But if you are going to respond, respond like Monica just did for real. But um, she said Open Roads coming soon. That's a new country um album that's coming out or whatever. Anthony Mackie has not yet responded. So now, how do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like Monica handled it correctly, or should she have taken the high road and said nothing? I I you, <clears throat> dang, I'm a little tongue twisted. But you pretty much shared my views. Like first of all, guys. Black people are pretty much the originators of all music. <laughs> no shit. From country to jazz to blues to rock and roll. Like, we did all that shit. Right, what the fuck are you so talking about? So, for you to even utter and come out of your mouth to say that we don't belong at the Country Music Awards, you sound so stupid. Monica, yes, she's known to be... Uh, R&B singer, but she's from the South, and I don't know many people from the South who aren't country music fans. I don't know many R&B singers who are from the South who don't aspire to do country music, because um, Monica's not the first. Kate Michelle was also interested in doing country music, and she's yeah, an R&B singer. And I actually heard her singing <laughs> some country music, and she's good. Like, she is. come on, you sound ridiculous. Are you intimidated that black people are showing us showing up in, in, in y'all so-called spaces. That's what it seems like to me. Me too. Well, I don't, uh, I don't think that is he, that, that it's, he's intimidated. I think that he's just not educated. I mean, because from the comments that he was saying, obviously, you know, he's been raised a certain type of way. Um, Monica responded to it. She didn't have to. She did. It doesn't matter. Though. Like, it's not like it's a bad thing. For me. She responded because she responded. In an excellent way, I can she say, did. you know what I'm saying? I agree. I just hope she uh <clears throat> she takes the time to um educate this guy, you know what I'm saying, on some things, you know what I'm saying, introduce her to other, in, introduce him to other people in the music industry that can educate him on certain things and help him understand like, hey man, this can't 
everything, look, everything came from us. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're just gonna have to eat that. So, um, I'm not knowledge doing, you know, too many former country singers that was black except for Muddy Waters, you know what I'm saying? And maybe maybe they consider Chuck Berry a country singer at one point, you yeah, know what I'm saying? But um you feel me like it's, yeah, I won't say I act like I'm well educated on the long list of country mute country black country artists. But I know from documentaries and different shows and things that I've seen that it came from us. Like like many things in the world, we, we, we invented it and the white people took so over yeah, it. Music in general. So yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you know, for him to make them comments, you know, he was trying to pluck a chord because even though he's uneducated, he may feel I say not intimidated, but threatened because maybe he's someone that's in the country music. Again, I'm not into country music. Clearly, he's but, someone. But you know what I'm into? I'm into rapping. With stuff. a very so, into his feelings. You know, so. I, will, I I feel. I mean, listen, no, okay, but you ain't to rap, but you listen, feel no type of way about ending your stuff. That's, 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 that's what I'm trying to tell you. I do feel a certain type of way mm. because I'm like, this is our thing. I'm not saying saying I'm right, and I'm not saying saying he's right. Fulfilling how he felt, but I I do I can make a parallel with him because maybe I from his comments he didn't mention that he likes country music he didn't. Dimitri, but, I personally feel I like mean, he bought. He's coming on the country music award show. So I'm, I'm sure like he's a fan yeah. of country music. He made these I feel like he made these comments to gain some type of and to get, and to get a reaction. Because I never even heard of this guy he before he made these outlandish statements. Like, who are you? And um as far as like that's what that was gonna be one of my points, like White people are in the hip hop and R and B industry, and we not crying. I mean, honestly, me personally, like, um, I was oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't personally agree with me as far as Eminem. You know, I'm a huge Eminem fan, but um, back with and, boy. and I, I, I don't. She good Kelly. Listen, 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 his style of rap because I don't feel like he tries to be anybody else in his rap. Like it's not like he's portraying to mm-hmm. be a black guy or that he lived mm-hmm. his gangster life. He he raps about, about living in a trailer park yeah. and having an abusive mother mm-hmm. and the fucked up drugs shit he went through and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He don't try to portray to be somebody you, else. You and that's why I fuck with Eminem. As far as Machine Gun Kelly and Macklemore, I don't even listen to them, so I don't even know okay. what they rap about to say if I like them or not. But that's why I fuck with Eminem because he he has he's a he a rapper, but he's not trying to be somebody he's right. not just because. He's and a you, you just took the took the point I was trying to make because that's what I was about to say. Me personally, I could care less what your skin color is when you come into the R and B or hip hop or rock um um industry. As long as you have an uh, excellent craft and know what you're doing and not trying to be. And not trying to be somebody that you're not. Okay. You know, that that's what I was about to say. I fuck with Eminem because Eminem don't portray to be somebody that he's not. He literally talks about the shit that he's went through, his life, and his life only. He don't sit out here and talk about standing on no blog, hustling, shooting up people, none of that shit. Machine Gun Kelly, 
I have listened to some of his music. I like Machine Gun Kelly. I have not went out and bought none of his music or nothing like that. But I, again, don't feel like Machine Gun Kelly is trying to be somebody that he's not. Like, he's just a out there ass white boy that know how to rap. For is real. Is Machine Gun Kelly even a rapper, though? Like, would we so, consider him a rapper? Because don't he do other genres of music, too? I, I believe he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm saying is, yeah, Eminem's a great rapper. But... He had to learn the style from us, and like I said, this dude is into country like that. I'm into rap like that, so I'm one of the people. And I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure other rap fanatics feel my sentiment. With not, not Eminem specifically, but else. Mac Lamour, while I do agree that he had to learn the craft from us, I feel the same way about country music. That, as you said earlier, all music comes from black people, so they all learned the craft from, from us. <laughs> exactly. So oh, if that was the case, it would be no white people in it, the industry. This, this, you know? this man should do what KD tells you to do all the time. Do his, his research, research before he before starts he speaking. Because if things. he does his research, he he will find out himself who the first you know. I didn't I didn't put this, I didn't put this in my in my um statement or whatever. But I what I also read was that Anthony Mackie voice on the award show several times that he's been liking country music ever since the age of nine. He talked about how, you know, he even named a different um, country artist that, that he liked and everything. So it's like, dude, because I'm black, I can't be a part of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I like country music just like you do, you know? Yeah, dude was stupid. His statement was stupid. It was racist. It was. Yeah. It was very racist. And, and I hope he felt stupid after he read Monica's post, because I'm sure he read And no one even asked him. So it was like... I mean, well, but nobody asked us either. If we get on here, we can pop out shit. So. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not mad. us is because... We can we we talk about re, re, relevant shit. No one else. I I never. I haven't. Once I read this article, I did more research. I didn't hear nobody else complaining about it being too many black people at the CMT awards. I mean, look, everybody, everybody, had, shit is being every, everybody has different freedom words, of so speech. You know, that's you know? what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he has his opinion. I'm not mad. Whatever. Yeah, his opinion, opinion was unwarranted. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was. Somebody might feel that way about that. Somebody might be watching this live right now. Like, who gives a fuck about what they could? They could. They could feel like our opinion is unwarranted as well. But I feel that way about it. Anyway, on to next. It's Key Bop. So, I got some interesting stuff. This is one to think about. Food processing plants are catching on fire and being destroyed. Um, A recent wave of food processing plants being destroyed by fire has caused some public concern. Many think these fires are being started purposely in an effort to cause an extensive food shortage. With a little over 36,000 beverage and food processing plants in the U.S., the recent fires have put a watchful public eye on the plants. After a Tyson's food plant fire in August 2021 caused the facility to shut down, News has been keeping track of these things if they happen because that plant is responsible for 6% of the USB production. Days after Tyson, the paddock meat facility burned near Atlanta. 
a staple in their community. Eyebrows were raised, but not particularly because they account for a small number of production. Because they account for a small number of production. In September of 2021, though, a fire at JBS USA, a a meat processing facility in Nebraska threatened the supply chain in the U.S. as this plant is responsible for 5% of the U.S. beef production. The trend continued into 2022, starting in February with a shearer's plant in Oregon burning down and injuring two employees. East Conway Beef and Pork in New Hampshire on April 11th. Taylor Farms in California on April 13th, and the most recent being April 19th at Azure Standard, also in Oregon. Strange indeed, and causes one to ask the question, when does self-sufficiency start to matter? Because um, food processing, I don't know if anyone knows, that's like your, you know, your chicken nuggets, your beef patties, your steak. Mm-hmm. Just, everything like, is processed. Yeah, yeah you know, everything that's processed pretty much, you Belong. know what I'm saying? And this society has now built itself to depend on these things instead of going the natural way. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing I didn't look into yet, I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently the trees being planted are all male and not female trees, so it's more pollen in the air and, you know, not things being developed, fruits being grown, I've heard that you know, too. flowers growing, stuff like that, so... I'm just like, granted, even though this stuff is going on, it's, it just goes into, you know, every every topic that we were talking about tonight, like, you know, you just got to, it starts individually, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, just build your world the right way and not depend on someone else, especially someone else that doesn't have your best interest at heart, that is my feeling, on the food processing burning down because um to I eat that stuff I ain't gonna sit here and lie but um you know I know I have to do better when times call for me to do better I mean I ain't gonna hold you I feel like I am doing better because I have I stopped eating a lot of processed food like you have I said like I a, year, a year ago I trained well, I started the transition because I'm still stuck on chicken, y'all. But I'm trying to be pes- pescatarian. I'm doing good other than the chicken or whatever. But um, I stopped eating. I stopped eating pork a while ago, like yeah, um, some years, some years ago. ago. Um, I stopped eating beef like a year ago because it makes me sick. Like as much as I love me a good burger, I'm not about to have a stomach ache for three days because I want to eat a burger. Um. Yeah, so I stopped eating that. So that means I, I don't eat hot dogs. I don't even like the way chicken and turkey hot dogs taste. So I never ate them. And I don't eat pork beef no more. So I don't eat none of the. Uh, you um, eat your, whole, your chicken sausages though. Yeah, is I that do. Process? Yeah, it is. I, I, I said I'm doing good. Okay. Kind of good. I'm not saying I eliminated everything because I ate a hot pocket the other day. Like, I still do some shit. But I think for the most part, I do pretty you good. You are doing I do good. Fish, you do better than me. I drink a lot of water. Like I say all that. the time, y'all, that I need to do better. And I, I know that it's one thing saying it. I need to start acting on it. I know that or whatever. Because I, I don't have a good eating, eating um, what you call it, regime. I don't have a good eating regime. I don't. I eat a lot of candy. I eat a, my, for one thing, I'm not, 
And I know this is not good. I know you are supposed to always eat breakfast. I, I heard that from a, from doc, several doctors, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So you always supposed to consume something for breakfast. But I don't be pressed to eat breakfast. Like, the first meal I eat of the day be like 2 o'clock in the evening. Like, I know I mean, that's not good. good but, but breakfast depends on what time you get up to. So like if you wake I, up I can at, wake up at four o'clock in the morning and still won't eat my first meal until two o'clock. Okay, so what I discovered with myself is I like okay, I don't like breakfast either. And I figured I figured out that is that I don't like health, heavy breakfasts. Like I don't need bacon, eggs and every morning. Like on the weekend or you know, when I'm having a free day maybe. But like I but I know I need to put something on my stomach. That's why I started doing the smoothies because they good they they taste good and they for, fill me up for you know the amount of time that a breakfast would by the time I'm hungry it's lunch time and then I'm really ready right. to actually eat something because I never have a real appetite in the morning but like you said I know I need to eat like I um I made that a goal for myself a couple of months ago because you know yeah I know I'm a, a pothead and the first thing I would do when I got up in the morning is hit a J and then I'm wondering why the fuck I'm starving Hungry, especially if I, you know, had a lot of shit to do. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. If, if I, 
Especially if I had a lot of shit to do, then I would just make me a cup of coffee. And I would do that throughout the day. Like, I would just keep drinking stuff. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I'm, like, an hour before I get off or on my break, I'm starving because instead of eating, I've been drinking shit. Like, I mean, I'm drinking coffee, tea, something. Like, you you know, know if you do, if you drink a lot of stuff, you know that does. It it, it makes you feel full. It's an imaginary Yeah, it makes you feel full for a while. It is. I agree with All right, that. Uh, pause. I gotta stop my live over. Y'all know how IG go. Can you get through? Yeah. Yeah, keep on. You need to move over. You're not in my frame. You gotta move closer to the queen. Um, so I fixed the caption next later. It's you, queen, right? Yeah. I'm gonna get into got, it. I got, um. Uh, KD got a surprise topic. Yeah, she just pulled up. Topic. Let uh, Keyboss see that drink. I'm going to talk about this after B. Keyboard, make sure you added your caption later because I'm just sharing it now. I heard it on Breakfast Lives this morning. All right. We back, baby. My bad. Y'all know IG only that shit go live for an hour. KD on the go, uh, at Facebook, so, yeah. <laughs> that thing let you go live yeah, to tomorrow. Yeah, let you go live for three days straight. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Alright, so I, I ain't had time to get my notes down for this next topic. Shut up, KD and Kiva already got it with me, okay? I mean, yeah, we did. My, we did. my week was hectic. Um, I spent it taking care of my daughter niece. If you know, you know. Um, so I ain't have a lot of time to take notes. I did get the chance to write my um my Trace Owens notes because that was very important, but I didn't get the chance to write notes about this. So um but she just freestyling. I'm freestyling it. But I did talk about it briefly, I think two to three weeks ago, um, when I told y'all that uh Tory Lanez was arrested for speaking, allegedly speaking on uh, Megan the Stallion or whatever. So um just to keep y'all updated, because, you know, um, this week, Megan did a, um, an interview with Gail King, which I don't know how the fuck Gail King got to where she got, you know, she is an open breast friend, but we're going to talk about that another week. Um, but yeah, she did an interview with Gail, and in this interview, she spoke about the incident, you know, the night that, um, that Tori allegedly shot her. A lot of people, when the incident first occurred, and still to this day, believe that Megan is lying about being shot. Because um, when it happened and the police showed up, she originally told everybody that she stepped on some glass or something like that. And that's why her feet were bleeding. During the interview, Gail basically asked her why she opted to tell the police that she stepped on glass instead of telling them the truth about Tori shooting at her or shooting her. And um, she stated that she was scared for everybody's life in the vehicle. Uh, uh, she said it was a couple of weeks after the, um, what is the guy, the George Floyd incident. Floyd. And um, she she knew that there was an unregistered gun in the car and everybody in the car was black. And she didn't want the officers to hear that there was a gun and just lose it and somebody end up losing their life. Which to me is kind of, kind of believable. I don't know. 
She said that even once she got to the hospital, she was still thinking about protecting everybody in the car because the gun wasn't registered. So she continued to lie to the police and tell them that it was glass in her foot. The only reason the police found out that it was actual shooting is because uh, when right before the police were about to leave, the doctor came in and asked, was like, uh, do you know that you have bullet fragments in your foot? And, you know, they got to asking other questions. She says that um, the, the fight started because she was ready to leave a party at Kylie Jenner's house and the other people she was with wasn't ready to leave, you know, which is regular front argument or whatever. The argument started to, argue, started to escalate. She got out of the car. Tori was also arguing with another person in the car and was upset that she wanted to leave them, start shooting at her, and, you know, one thing led to another. Um, so, were, so did, were they in a relationship? No. Megan said that um, they were just really close friends. She said that they bonded over the fact that they had both recently lost their moms. So, um, you know, trauma bonded. I can relate to it because I had a whole two-year relationship based off of the trauma bond. So, um, yeah, I, I understand. She she also said in the interview, Gail asked her if her and um, Tori were sexually involved. She said no, but the way she answered, I don't really believe that. Uh, my personal opinion, you know, while I feel for Megan, because I think she did get shot, you know, um, I don't know why she lied, but I think she think I, she, I, I feel like she, she lied shot. because she was trying to be protective, you know, yeah, um, and naturally she wasn't trying to be a smidge, you know what I'm saying? That that be the first person, first thing to pop in a person's head. I don't want to be a smidge. So. Yeah, but um, I do feel for her, but I don't feel like she should be doing interviews about the situation. Like she, yeah, I don't she feel has like a, um, a restraining order on on Tory, which restricts him from saying anything about the case. Like, if they even think he talking about Megan or the situation, that boy going to jail. Right. So she shouldn't be able to do whole interviews about the situation. Everybody should have just shut the fuck up into the trials. I agree. I agree because at the end of the day, since y'all going through trial, your story is going to be heard. You're going to get on the stand. You're going to be able to tell your side of the story. I agree. I feel like it's not fair if this man can't speak on it, you shouldn't be able to speak on it as well. Or you should at least have the... You should feel like, I'm not going to speak on it because it's not fair for me to be able to go around and tell my side and he can't tell his. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how I would think, honestly. that that That's how I would think. Well, um... <clears throat> my feelings on it is... It looked bad for my boy at first. <laughs> And I'm not a Tory Lanez fan as far as a listener or nothing like that, but I'm like, you know, let's wait until the, you know, the details come out and everything because there's a serious situation that's going on right now. This mm -hmm. is, you know, somebody getting shot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Make, right. At the end of the day, she got well, shot. I'm not even going to go. I'm not even going to start. Go ahead, go ahead. At, at the end of the day, she got shot. So, um... You know, it's a serious situation, so I'm like, let the details come out. But as more details came out and everything, um, Tory Lanez has been, I can't even say for the most part, he's been quiet, except for that Twitter post, which did not specify. Did, he didn't I say mean, you really, to... you really could have took, honestly, they insinuated that tweet, because you could have took that, any, any woman that he's messed with could have took that anyway. It did mm -hmm. not have to be just her. All he said was you. 
Right. Who the fuck is you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, the fact, so the fact that she got on, so the fact that she got on Gil King and um something that I seen on the internet was funny that said that uh people go on Gil King to lie about their situation because she went on there as recently as uh R. Kelly and Just Juicy Smollett.
So, y'all, a Florida bride and her wedding caterer have been criminally charged after serving food laced with marijuana to their wedding guests, sickening them and sending several to the hospital. Dania Shea, 42, and Jocelyn Bryant, 31, who catered her wedding, faced face charges of violating Florida's anti-tampering law, delivering of marijuana and culpable negligence. On the nineteenth on nineteenth February on February nineteenth, <laughs> county's deputies arrived to a community clubhouse where fire rescue personnel were treating multiple wedding guests for symptoms consisting of that of someone who has used illegal drugs. Upon asking the bride and groom whether they had consumed, consented to or requested any of the food to contain cannabis products, the groom, Andrew, shared at, stared at what a blank expression for a few moments before stuttering, no said their arresting warrant. Man, this is crazy. So, the bride, obviously, is a co-conspirator with the caterer. Mm -hmm. The bride and the caterer knew the that the food did. was going to be laced with marijuana, but no did not did. inform no one else of the wedding party. And they ate the food. And God, it's all legend. I mean... Okay, so at first when I heard this story, y'all, I was like, they doing too much. It's just weed. But then I thought about it. Edibles and food is way stronger than it's actually different. smoking it. It's way stronger. And then for a person that does not consume marijuana at all, mm -hmm. I can I imagine. I can imagine what them guests was were, true. They were burned. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that bride and that caterer is fucked they up for that. They fucked up for that. Man, for nah, real. They wrong. They shit. shit. I mean, hey, they was trying to. Y'all, you didn't even let your, your soon to be husband know that you was doing this. You like, what was this a prank? Like, what was she you trying to do? She trying to get bang out her what? This is something to remember. Y'all hey, going to remember this. I just don't understand. For the rest of y'all life. Y'all gonna remember this for the rest of y'all life. So y'all, help us come up with that that a name for that segment. We don't want to copy off a of breakfast club with Donkey of the Day, but we do want every week to have uh uh kick rocks person or something, you know, or what what we say? Go ahead, Mo. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna go with into Y'all give us some suggestions. suggestions for real. Alright y'all, so y'all know what time it is. It's time for the main topic. No, it's not time for sex talk. We oh, gotta get into oh, the oh, best yeah, friend yeah, topic. The first. main topic. The main topic. I was about to feel all about that. The main topic. The different level levels of best friends relationships. Um, I tied it on Facebook. My bad, y'all hold up. My bad, my bad. But I titled it on Facebook, um, the different dynamics of best friendship. It's you know, same difference. Same difference yeah. so who Just don't want first? anybody to be confused. You can go ahead and kick it off. I oh. want to go first. Okay, well, hold on. Let me, um, 
Let me share our lives right quick, and then we can pop it off. Yeah, well, my feelings on this is, is, is no levels to a best friend relationship because, again, this is me personally, um... If I can, first off, if I consider you a friend, that's a heavy title. So if I consider you a best friend, like, as far as my standards on and values and morals and uh, what I stand on as far as loyalty and respect and things like that, obviously, you match up in these certain categories that I look to check off and someone that I would want to associate with, um on a very interactive level. So, um, I, it is like, it's, it's no levels to, you already reached the top level if I call you my best friend. So it shouldn't be any levels to that. That's my feeling. I mean, okay. I guess we can change the word levels to, that's why I said that to what points into different dynamics or whatever, because, I agree, it should be no different levels because once you become best friends, then it should be a, a smooth slate. It shouldn't be no different levels. Like, I don't feel like best friend relationships should progress. It should stay the same. Am I What do you mean by progress? I mean, I feel like once you hit best friendship relationship... There's no way else to go. It is. Like, I mean, I don't feel like it's... Yeah, I agree with Keyball with that. I don't feel like there's no... Different levels. I feel like y'all best friends and y'all best friends. Yeah, you know. I I feel that. Okay, so we can say the different different dynamics. Okay, so people look at best friends. Okay, let me let me let me say let me say other people. Yeah, let me um you know put out what I'm trying to say. Okay, so. Because well, ultimately, y'all, this was these you know, queens talking. This is why. This is the main reason I wanted to talk about this because y'all, everybody knows I'm a lesbian at this point. So, um, and I have a a male best friend. We have been best friends since high school. Like y'all, this is really my best friend. It's no funny shit going on, nothing like that. And I get so annoyed because on a weekly basis. People are like, oh, y'all got to be fucking with each other. Y'all got to be doing this. Y'all got to be doing that. I'm like, that's just my friend, like my best friend. Like, y'all don't even understand. I know this man so well that even if I was straight, I would not date him because that's my best friend. And he wouldn't date me either. We know too much about each other. Like, we not compatible. It's never going to (laughs) work. Like, that's really just my best friend. And, like, some people are, I guess, intimidated. Like, people that's trying to talk to him or people that's trying to talk to me are intimidated about how close we are or how about uh, about how we interact with each other. And I'm like, chill. Like, that's just my best friend or whatever. And they... I can see that being annoying. Yeah, it's very annoying. Like, to have to constantly explain to everybody that comes into our situation that... No, that's just really my best friend. This man is almost like my brother. Like, like motherfuckers would be like, like the girls he tried to talk to and shit would be like, oh, y'all sleep in the same bed? Yes, I sleep in the bed with my best friend. We don't even touch each other while we're sleeping. Like, it's a big enough bed for us to sleep with each other. I will sleep in the bed with my brother too, because that's my fucking brother. You sleep in the bed with me. You sleep on one side. You sleep on the other. Like, it's no funny shit going on. 
my best friend and it's like it's so annoying to have to constantly explain our relationship or like i said our dynamic to outsiders like it's very fucking annoying and like like that. katie said even family like my parents for instance will, like, i would say parents because mom yeah not mom but my dad my dad has said for years oh yeah i know y'all gonna be together like i know that that's the guy for you nobody is the guy for me because i don't like guys and especially <laughs> not him like that's yeah, my all person. the other day came over my house the other day and asked where um, Queen was at because you know Queen stays with me right now but asked where Queen was at and um, I was like I don't know I think she over her friend's house so um, he was like who a dude I said yeah probably her best friend so he was like what her boyfriend so me and Andre both looked at him like what you trying to be funny like you know she don't have no boyfriends like you know she gay why would you even ask that question like you know I don't understand people, but me personally with this subject, my my thing is a little different. I have a question for both of y'all. Are we truly best friends if you two share two different views on what best friends are? You don't think that you're best friends if you don't have the same views. What's your opinion, Kiwa? If you're not, if you don't share the same views on what best friends are, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to sit and say you can't be best friends. It just depends on, I mean, how much do you value the relationship? Because if you got that far to if you've gotten that far to call someone your best friend and it comes up even though I think something like that should have came up early but if it does come up later and y'all have different views maybe commute just you know communicate through it. I mean but what but if that, you do communicate and it's still at the end come out that y'all two view what best friend relationships differently then I feel like y'all are just friends. Well, yeah, y'all just friends. friends. Yeah, y'all not best friends. I mean... I feel like you can't have two different views on what the best friendship is and still be best friends because at the end of the day, somebody in that friendship is not going to feel... It's going to feel like they're not getting what they're supposed to get out of that friendship. I agree. And I feel like you're going to ultimately... in the end, keep on clashing with each other. And if you two keep clashing, how is that a, a healthy relationship? You know, it's like if y'all don't agree on the same views, like me personally, my definition of a best friend is someone is there, someone that's there for you in your time of need. When you need someone to vent to, when you need someone to come and cry on, lean on, or whatever, you know, someone your support system. You know what I'm saying? But it's a, it's a, it's a a boundary. A boundary, you know. Okay, so I'm I ain't gonna say names because y'all know I get in trouble for saying names. But KD's estranged best friend for some reason felt like her and KD boyfriend or fiance, whatever the fuck he is. Are supposed to be on somewhat of the same, <laughs> somewhat of the same level. Like she should be, yeah. Like I said, on the same level as her fiance. No, actually, and I, I don't kind of agree. Above. 
because she at one point actually told me that she felt like I, she's supposed to come before my boyfriend. And I don't agree with that because I I feel like your significant other is your better half, is the other part of you. You know what I'm saying? Aside from your best friend. It's your significant other than your best friend if you don't have any children. Yeah. Because if you have children, children then it's first. your kids. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't have any children, it's just your significant other. Then your best friend comes after that. You know, I don't yeah. feel like your significant other, I mean, your best friend's supposed to come before your significant other. Because like I say, your significant other is your, it's a part of you. It's yeah. your better half. It is. But, if we're talking about the person that we're specifically talking about. I mean, I mean, I'm, so, I, but I'm not gonna let me get let me, let me get this point out first. Hold we on. go to the <laughs> She's a brat, so it's like. But I don't want to just base it all. Yeah, on I was gonna her. say I know. I I'm not gonna say I know, but I've heard of other people that, that have these these same. Views. Right, she's not like, the only one that they should be on the same level I feel like or her up as an example. Yeah, you know. But I don't want to just make it seem like that's what we're talking about yeah. because we're in, in general. I feel like. She's not the only person that feels that way when it comes to... She's just to the only person that friends. I know personally. I, I was definitely the one that classified though what his best friend is, you know, suffer without a, a key, key, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's my best friend, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, I guess you could say... Nah, I wouldn't even consider I mean, I'm kind of like the opposite. As a kid, I really didn't have best friends. I mean, I think it's because I changed school so much. Like, I had I had one best friend as a kid, the, this white boy named Dante. He was my one best friend as a, a white kid. white boy named mm-hmm. Dante. Yeah, that was he, her best friend. I mean, he was mixed, but he looked more white than he did black. So, a white boy, boy named Dante. That boy was like, you trying to call him. No, he was way, raised by his white father and grandmother. He was very much mixed with white and black his mother died <laughs> but he his black cousins lived around the corner that's the only reason i believed he was mixed mm-hmm. but that was my only best friend as a child um in high school i i mean i kind of oh, i cannot say that Cory was your best friend Corey was my brother Corey was Corey my started out as your best friend Corey started out as my fake cover up boyfriend yeah. because we was both yeah, gay. Yeah. We was both gay and wasn't ready to come out to our parents. So Corey. we fucked with each other. Fucked with each other. And but Corey was my brother from day one. Like, yeah, my my motherfucking nigga. R.I.P. Corey. Okay. Like, R.I.P. Corey. Love I don't count Corey as a best friend because like I said, that was my brother. Like, I didn't have no best friend for real until Mike. Like that's not that was my best friend in high school. Like I met him like ninth or tenth, no tenth or eleventh grade or some shit like that, and that's been my best friend ever since. I mean, everybody that know us know that he dumped me for like four years because he thought somebody else was more important than me. But you know, he came to his senses, and we. I mean, talking. but that was. I mean, but, yeah, I mean that was, that was, was the prime just, example of what of what we were just talking about with with KD or whatever. Because, like, she was saying that's Andre is her partner. That's her significant other. So, of course, she he comes before her best friend. Which is the same thing with my, my best friend. He got married. His wife ain't fuck with me. So, he was like, 
My wife is more important in this. And I respected that. Like, you you going to do what you got to do. And honestly, Queen was not beefing with him. She was not mad at him or anything. She she literally respected that because she knew that that was his wife. You know? And she understood that even me, me, I think it was because she knew before they even got together that that girl had issues with her. So it wasn't like... They got together and she all of a sudden developed issues with Queen. You know what I'm saying? Like they already. I had ain't gonna issues. say we had issues because I don't even really know the girl. I just felt like she she felt thought, some she type of way from me. Yeah, like I feel like she oh, heard he, some shit about he fuck, me. He fucking this bitch. I feel like she heard it, but she heard some shit about me and she ran with that shit. That's what this, I feel like. But I ain't know. And once she became this bitch up, but once she became his wife, she voiced her opinions to Mike and. He reciprocated with cutting me off and me respected it. You know, me wasn't you, mad. You can't do that when I you my girl. You can't yeah. do that when you my girl, but you my wife. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Like I said, I respected that because I I can't say that I wouldn't do the same. I mean, well, no. Nah, well, if I you was married, if I was married, if you married, if I was married, like you said, if it's just a girlfriend, I'm definitely not cutting them off for a girlfriend because I've been through that before. Mm-hmm. But if I was married, then yeah, which is why I respected him. I'm right. Like, I'm, like I said, I wasn't beefing with him or none of that shit because like I would do the same thing. Like that's you, your wife, and y'all got kids. You're trying to work on your family. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he got divorced, he was like, "Hey, that's sweetie." but as far as like dynamic but even with using the word dynamics um i still don't think it should be no dynamics of a best friend relationship like i mean but again that may be because of me personally i mean i was about to say you don't even have a best friend yeah i mean okay so so let him let him finish and again like i said (laughs) because of me personally i I'm now learning to value and tend to relationships. You know, that's whether it's a friend, a female, you know what I'm saying, family, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't value or tend to relationships at one point. So it's like, it's like now I'm, I understand, like, you know, just going through relationships matter. So it's like, with my current thoughts, I don't think it should be no dynamics to it because I was wanting to consider dynamics to certain things. You know what I'm saying? I was one like, oh, it should be this, it should be that, it should be that. But then I had to, you know, that's why I get back to the individual thing. I had to understand like, okay, well, if I require a certain thing, then I should only be associated with people that reciprocate those same things. I shouldn't I, be. I, 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 agree. I shouldn't be associated with somebody that doesn't reciprocate those things and then I'm like, dang, why you not reciprocating those things? But you show me each time I interact with you that you not going to reciprocate these things. So what do you do if, not what do you do, but what if the situation is that at the beginning of the friendship or whatever, that person is reciprocating exactly those things. things How long is it? It is reciprocating those things and then Throughout the years, like KD said, some something alters in their life, and as a result to those alterations in their life, they start to treat your friendship differently. Mm-hmm. Then, like that's 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 not my fault. Like I thought we were something else, and now because you was in this situation, and now because you're in another situation, we're this. I mean, which which is which is. I mean, we can go back to me and my best friend. Like for 
for a, for like I say like a month. I was like, damn, this nigga ain't even really my best friend because he chose this. Like I thought we was, and now we we. And, but mm-hmm. we, I mean, as it went on, I realized like it's not just that. It's not that he respected his relationship, yeah, yeah. but. In the beginning, I felt like, damn, it used to be this, and now it's that. And naturally, you're going to feel that way in the beginning because you was hurt, you know? So, in, in the beginning, you're going to feel like, damn, he curried me, you know? Yeah. But what if it's not a reason, like, on your behalf? Like, I, I, okay, because I'm not trying to use her her, her, ex, her, ex, her old best friend as this example, but this is what I'm talking about again. Like, okay, at one point in their friendship her best friend was in a relationship and everything was cool the way KD interacted with her and Andre like she was cool she, everything was copacetic but then once the best friend was no longer in a relationship and single she basically wanted KD to act like she was single too like fuck your nigga at home come out and do this with me go this place oh, with me now do that even, with me. Now or just like be, 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 be at my defense even when they weren't on good terms she wanted me like it was times even even like before remember before when we when we stopped talking the last time when we came up your house to try to resolve it and it didn't work out or whatever but even before doing that era or era or whatever like when her significant other wasn't being there for her the way she wanted him to be there for her and she was not happy in her situation it was like she wanted to escape, which I had no problem with being there for her because at the end of the day, I consider myself as her best friend. So I'm going to be her support system. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I feel like a best friend does. So it was plenty of times that like after she had, you know, her, her child or whatever, she was going through what mothers go through Most after they had, you know, kids or whatever. And her her kid's father was not as supportive as for, he should have been. As he should have been or whatever. So it was plenty of times that she would call me and ask me, could I go with her to the store just so she can get out the house? You know what I'm saying? And I, I would literally get up out the bed from me and Andre chilling, watching a movie or watching our little, you know how we have our daily shows during the week and stuff. I would literally uh, interrupt me and Andre a long time to go be there for her. And I had no problem with that because I knew what she was going through. You know what I'm saying? But once it started affecting my relationship and Andre started complaining about it and started voicing his opinion on it, I went to her to tell her that, yeah, you know, we can't do this every night because it started being excessive. Like, literally every night she was calling me, asking me, don't you want to ride me to Walmart? Don't you want to ride me this place? Don't you want to ride me this place? Just so she can escape and get away, which I get it, but I can't do this every single night. And it's like, she wasn't understanding that, you know, she felt like because I was her best friend and she needed me, I was supposed to be there 24 seven, regardless of my life and the things I had going on with my life. So in my eyes, I feel like that's being selfish. She's you know, I mean, my best friend's fool too, but I will say that it when I'm in a relationship, he respect that. Like, 
only my partner because I don't have kids. Only my partner can come for him. Like anybody else, like even you, you, the, the nieces, the nephews, he will literally be mad because I spent three days watching one of my nieces and nephews and I didn't come see him. But and like I said, if I'm in a relationship, it's like, oh, I, I understand you with your joint, you know, you with your boo or whatever. But he, other than that, is like, He's spoiled too, so I get the spoiled thing or the brat thing. Like he will literally be yeah, spoiled but because to I'm me, my to me, it, it go to me. I get the spoiled too, but some, but but sometimes it goes beyond spoiledness into selfishness when you start only thinking about yourself and not considering the other person's life. And the things that they got. We gotta blame ourselves for that too, though, because, like you said, it went on for a while. You, you, you didn't have a problem with it. You didn't even consider your partner. You didn't even consider your partner until he said something about it. So you did that. You made her feel like, oh, it's no problem. We can go out right. every day. We, you, we can do this every night. And then abruptly, it's like, oh, I can't do this. It, it wasn't so, really abruptly because honestly, like, I will go, but it's like you can sense a person's attitude. You can sense a person's body behavior when they really don't feel like being around. And it was times where, okay, I will go and be your support system. If we really about to go and talk about what's going on and get to the root of this, this, that, and the third. But literally all she wanted to do was shop her, her, her problems away. So we would literally be in Walmart or Target for Not hours. And not talking about nothing, kids. just her shopping for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Buying baby clothes that she really didn't need, buying diapers that she already had stocks of. You know what I'm saying? Just to shop her problems away. You know what I'm saying? And I'm literally standing there, like, like if I'm coming out the house with my pajama pants on and slippers, that lets you know that I'm not playing on being outside for no long time. For one thing, right? Yeah. So you know, I, I give. Messages off. I try to give messages off like that. So I but yes, you give messages off. But as grown as adults, it's called communication. And you're right. Wait, wait. I wasn't finished neither. Okay, go ahead. No, and you're right with that. I get that. But it it, is no but. No, it is because as adults, it's called having consideration for others too. No, it is. Listen, it. In her eyes, you didn't have a problem with it because you did not verbally... Hold on. You did not verbally communicate that I don't want to do this every night. And because you're her best friend and you didn't verbally say... Well, Courtney... Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you didn't verbally say, uh, you, we can't do this. She not watching. And neither she is. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> Uh, but you can't, we can't do this every night. You didn't communicate that to her. You didn't. So you, like I said, as grown-ass adults, we shouldn't expect people to read our body language. For all she, let you know, me finish. I let you finish. For all I'm she, just know, responding to what you know, know, For know. all she know, you was just tired. That's why you was acting like that. It's not because you didn't want to go with her. Like, you do have a job. You do have a, a fiance. You do have a house to take care of. Okay, it could so, have been anything as to why you was acting like that. It's like, not because you don't want to be with her. You could have communicated. Be there. She did. She knew off the comments she made. Like, I'm sitting there, like, you're shopping for kid clothes, and I'm finding any little thing 
to make a seat out of sitting there just being aimlessly on my phone. Okay. And she's making comments like, I know you don't okay. know you. you saying in response to her comments? Can you, will, will you, like, hey, Courtney, maybe we should go out and get something. Can you stop saying names? You remember the last time we said names and what happened? Because you made me. You made not me bad. It, it was it was my fault. Was I, fault. Not bad, Kiva. It was just my fault. I take I take the blame. I apologize. I'm going to hear about this next week. I apologize. No, I said the name. It's going to be me again. She did that. It's me. I I take the blame. Call me. I invite anyway, you. Were you like, hey, such and such? You wanna go out to eat, you wanna go you know what I'm saying, uh bowling, you wanna go you see what I'm saying, like you wanna You said was I calling her asking her that? No, when y'all were at talk because you said like, you know because I could see I could see if she she went to Target one time and was like, damn, this bitch was in there for four hours. But if you went like two or three times, like Maybe the fourth time you're like, hey, you don't want Yes, to I, I never asked her if she wanted to go bowling. Well, do but I will, but no, I will always, I, I wouldn't suggest to do anything. I would get on her and, 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 and chastise her, and maybe that was the wrong that thing. Was wrong. Because I would, I would be like, you're wasting your money. You're in this store shopping for something that you don't no, need. No, I would no, do that to her. She's going through so, the, so it was she, retail her therapy. Mind, her mind is, is in different mm-hmm. places, so you're with her like, she's open. I mean, I get that now. I know that I was yeah, wrong, you was for, wrong that. for that because instead of chastising her for spending the money or that she really didn't have, which you should have did, like 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 Kiba says, like suggested something else. Like you want to go to the park with the kids. Like you you know she she like going to the mm-hmm. park with the planes and stuff. You that know, was when they was you, babies though. Uh, okay, but okay. you can take babies to the Chuck park for a walk. Not in her head. But that I I feel like it's your responsibility as a best friend to give her alternatives and you clearly said yeah, that you didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Like, no, you, you should have suggested like, with yeah, me, me and my be, like, like, with me, I'm gonna let you talk out of this, my, my bad. But like, yeah, with me and my best friend, like when he, too. uh, when he be down or whatever, like, you know his shit is going to the car wash. Like, if you don't want to do shit else, you want, you trying to go wash the car? Because okay. I know he's not about to do no stupid shit at the car wash. He's about to come walk the car and he's going to stop talking about fuck we going to I'm, you know? so, I'm sorry, but after a while, like, at first it started out with me going to support my best friend. But after a while, it started in my head. I don't know what she was thinking. She was going through what she was going through. But in my head, I started feeling resentful against her. And you can tell that from how we blew up in your house that day. Because when when everything hit the fan or whatever. Because I felt like she was being inconsiderate of my life. So I felt like... I felt... I felt like I did... At that point, I didn't want to suggest nothing else. I felt like she was just being... You said you didn't want to suggest well, nothing else, but well, you said you didn't suggest nothing at all well, from the get-go. Well, but, but what I'm saying is, moving forward, you have to, whatever you expect out of a relationship, you have to put in the same thing. Okay. And no. especially if it's, especially, no, especially if you consider yeah, someone your best friend. friend. So like, you know what I'm saying? Again, like Queen said, we at this grown age now. 
We understand communication, at least on some basic level. That's what I feel. I feel so, like it was poor I mean, communication on both parts. It was. Yeah, I can agree to that. both parts, it was very, very poor communication. And it could have I'm been... I'm sorry, you guys. I have to go to the It could time. have been fixed, but, you know, it is what it is. But moving forward is what you get in, what you get, what you put in is what you get out. That's what it is. I mean, y'all, at the end of the day, I only got four friends. My best friend... My girl Rach, my big sis Ladonna. I mean, bitch, you, you, my sister. I'm, I'm talking about outside of the family. I guess these pissy motherfuckers. But yeah, best friendships are wild. Mish don't even have a best friend, so I don't even know how he has so much to say on the subject. Because I'm a very Motherfucker. I'm tired of Tamisha getting Kebab. Hey, when I say, when calling I say, me all three of my names. I, that's that's her. I've been saying anyway, Kebab was his name. When I say when I call this man by his listen, by the wrong name, correct me, y'all. Listen, I'm a very observant entity. I am not. You know what I'm saying? Here right now. If y'all want to get more into that. You know what I'm saying? DM the page. We'll figure out how to get into contact with me. But, you see what I'm saying? We're about to take a quick intermission since yeah. everybody got used to that. Because bathroom. my body has to, uh, I gotta sound, hold on. I gotta sound like the conscious communion. My body has to, uh, excretiate the, uh, Bye, bro. The, the, the excrements. I'm, I'm gone the, off that. Of the elixirs. <laughs> <laughs> we be right back, y'all. Each got even more than two. We need to get some No, we just taking it in. Go ahead. I went to go see if I can get a cigarette to reach your ear. Right, just go get the bathroom. You don't take me a long time. Hmm. my man on equal. Should have bought. I should have bought a pack. You say you got cheese. He brought me one of the ice cream over here. So I got a roll of a sip for the camera. My co-hosts are ghetto, y'all. I'm the only classy person. No, you're not. Whatever. And I'm cold. I'm about to put my jacket on. It's hot in here to me. Well, you know, I'm leaving, so I'm cold. Okay, B, you're the only one that got a perfect angle. No, I don't. I'm not in your camera. That I'm talking about your camera oh, has the perfect angle. Of, of all three. Yeah, Misha not even, I mean, Kiba. <laughs> not even in my frame. I keep trying to tell him to move over, but he. Either. So you're the only one in your frame? No, you are. I uh, moved it, me and you in it, and now he's not in it. Oh. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to figure out the right angle eventually, y'all. We're going to get it together. We are. This is Posting these on YouTube. We're gonna post all the episodes on YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna be working on editing um the the first six episodes now. The live is hearing this, but y'all ain't gonna hear this on YouTube. Yeah, for the live, I'm gonna start working on editing um the first six episodes over this week, and I should have at least two of them posted on YouTube by the end of the week. So make sure y'all go to the link in our bio and um. Subscribe to the YouTube so y'all can watch the episodes that y'all missed or whatever. It's not even right here, so I know you did it because you moved. I didn't do anything. You won't blame me for that. But I didn't move. It wasn't me. What Shaggy say? It wasn't me. They caught me on the camera. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything with the edge. Oh, they over there. But I didn't knock it over. KD moved the ashtrays. They over where? Over there, behind the camera. Why are they over there? Because KD moved them. Why? I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, when KD comes sit down, y'all, we about to get into my favorite part of getting to it. You guys sing the song I did last week. It's time for sex talk. It's time for sex talk. It's time for sex talk. Yeah. Because y'all know I'm sneaky, psycho. Now, ain't no psycho, bitch, you is. But, um, right, baby, you got questions to... for us this week, or we yes, can stop it? No, I got some questions. You know I do. You know I come through. All right, we have two, two intense questions oh. that I feel like will cover the rest of the hour. Okay. Oh, yeah, damn. We have to move here for mm-hmm. All right. First question. How do people have great relationships without good sex? I have no idea. I mean, to me, sex is a very important part of the relationship. Like, I agree, um, but, like, um, I'm not saying you can't have a good relationship without sex. I I just never had one. It didn't say without sex. It said without good sex. Without, without, if it ain't good, then you might as well not be having it. So without sex, the fuck, like, I have never been committed to anybody that was not pleasing me. Okay, sexually. so I and I can't about, see myself committed to somebody. That I don't know about me. you, but I feel like the way you feel about a person 
can change the can change the way you feel about their sex. I've been in that situation before. Like I've had sex with someone that their sex wasn't. I would not can honestly say it wasn't a one. It wasn't the best sex I've had. It was mediocre. But once we started having feelings for each other, and I started caring for him, then the same sex that I was getting that was mediocre started feeling differently to me. It, I can't it believe it. Nah, shit got be good. <laughs> I can't relate. It did. I mean, I, I know I'm not the only shit one to feel that way. to be good. Shit got yeah, be like... I, know I'm not. I, have, I have been in situations when I'm really feeling the person like, oh, like, she's... She's cute, she cool, we vibe, all that. And then... Like, if, if we vibe it and then we have sex and it's not hitting where I needed to hit, the vibe is dead. Listen, like, I'm not even going to get to the point of having these deep, intimate feelings for you because the sex turned me on. I'm not saying that the sex was bad. I'm saying that the sex was okay. No, I can't I, deal with okay. And I've, I've gotten to know that person and started feeling him, him feeling me, and this, that, and the third, or whatever. And the okay sex Is turned it, into I mean, and good sex. That's what I'm saying. See, I might, see, the sex might be good, but I might not even like you. So, <laughs> yeah, that part. So, so, if the sex good, it's like, yeah, that's, that's different. Bitch, because I, I hate that, you. I hate <laughs> that. I hate that. That's different. But to, but to the point, that, but I'm like, I can't relate on what you're saying because, like I said, I can't get to that point if the sex is not good. Like, like I said, I'm nasty. I'm freaking, whatever, y'all know. But as a teenager, and like when I first started fucking this shit, that was like the first thing I was doing for real. Like I talked to the bitch for a minute and if I gotta fuck to see if I still wanna fuck with this bitch because that's my ultimate goal because I'm a hoe. That my ultimate goal was to fuck this bitch. So if I'm I need to fuck as soon as possible so I can figure out if I like the sex or not, because if I don't like the sex, I'm not even pursuing this shit no more. And as an adult I mean, I ain't gonna say I'm just fucking everybody like I was when I was a teenager. Bitch, you wasn't fucking everybody's teenager. I mean, but I was fucking a lot of people. I was a hoe. I can admit that. I was. But I'm not saying I'm hoeing like I was when I was a teenager, but it's the same thing. If I'm vibing with the person and we get to the point of having sex, if the sex is not there, I'm not even about to continue the relationship in order to gain all of these feelings for you. Like, even if we continue a friendship and I, you know, fuck with you hard as a friend, we're never going back to that sex stage because it wasn't good or because it was just okay. Mm-hmm. I need to be satisfied, and I know that you're not going to satisfy I mean, I get that, but like I said, I've been in situations where okay sex turned into good sex. Now, now, again, good sex is, for me, it's a is is one of the standards and requirements, but at the same time, there's other things that um as far as if I'm gonna fuck with you and I'm looking for like if if one of these things don't check off, especially if it's sex, like bitch, we just fucking around. <laughs> like we ain't you know I mean, I'm gonna no, be no, hold on, no, 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 I'm gonna be upfront about that with I'm gonna be upfront with that about that with you. I'm gonna be upfront about that with you, but like don't please don't like try to change that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, oh okay, listen. 
this is what we about to do here. You know what I'm saying? If you cool with that, you cool with that. If not, we can just go our separate ways. I appreciate our time together. You see what I'm saying? But like, good sex, okay, is, so, def- good sex is definitely a box. But I, I out. have had sex. Okay, well, okay. I've had sex where it was okay, but I... <laughs> I seen the potential in the person, and I'm like, oh, I, I can teach her a couple. I can teach her a couple of tricks, and then you know it can get good. I've had that happen. Like, like I said, I can see the potential in the bitch. She just don't know how to do it. Let me give her a couple of tips, and then it that can turn into something. And I've like, also I, I took had, her and tell her, I've also don't do this, but do that. This might you not. Know? This might not apply to you because you have sex with females. But I also had sex where, at first, I wasn't satisfied with the size. But then, after we've been together several times after that, and it's only with relationships. Now, now if it was just a, a random, random person, then no. If we not, if if you didn't satisfy me that first time, if it's a friend with benefits, yeah, yeah, I'm not satisfied. Yeah. Not friends but if it's somebody that I feel like that I, that I'm potentially trying to get to know or something like that, because like I said, I've had sex with a person. That their size did not satisfy me at first, but after we continued to have sex, it's like my vagina adopted to the size of his penis. Yeah, and yeah, I don't understand. I I can't relate to that because if if I don't like the size, we just go by another. So let me tell you from the uh, (laughs) from the other side of that, like listen, because I done had the good head, bad pussy, good pussy, bad head, but both. Is something that's like you like. That's when you start looking like, all right, this bitch can improve here. <laughs> like, 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 okay, I know she fucking that money up now, but this bitch, she, her mother got a Benz. Remember the dude with the bus? <laughs> Remember the dude with the bus? Her mother got a Benz. His mother. Like, yeah, yeah but I'm saying the girl mother. So she obviously she can she can because, fix that. Because her mother got a Benz, she can fix her pussy not being good. No, no, I no. said that she had. I said that she had good he, pussy that was and good head. No, I said she had good pussy and good head. That's when you because she, Queen like, was talking the, about the potential she would see. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I said, I said, the, the pussy is a mess, but the saying. head ain't there yet. But, but you can get there no, because no, the pussy no, is no, a no, no. If both of them are good, that's like in other areas you start to see she can improve. But if you got good head, bad pussy, bad pussy, good head, it's like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You really just looking at this. Okay, so I I have had a partner. That was actually really good at giving head, but they weren't confident in it, so they didn't do it as often. And I'm like, bitch, if I'm telling you it's good, good right. then what what are you saying? I don't give a fuck about your confidence. I like it. <laughs> like, bitch, sweat me up. Fuck wrong with you. And I've had partners that's not good in me, and honestly... And thought they was? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, every dude that ever gave me head thought that they gave good head. And I, I'm here to tell you that every dude that gave me head find the clitoris because y'all don't right. And, and not only find the clitoris, know what to do with the clitoris. You know what I'm saying? Like when you find it, know how well, to treat it. Yeah. Give head. I know what but you know, like, and I've had females tell me that I was crazy because no way. But I've actually been in relationships 
without oral sex, like, were you giving oral sex? No. No, I mean, okay, that's a lie. Because I like, I like giving it to I'm not giving it to I'm not giving it. I was not raising shit out myself. It's not that I wasn't getting it because they wasn't getting it. You didn't want it. I didn't want it because they weren't doing it right. So keep our phone back. <laughs> so because of that, I would rather just not get it at all. You know, because it's like you do have partners where they don't have a problem with you telling them what you like. And how you like it. But it is a very big selection of men that feel some type of way with the female telling them how to do things. Regardless of why don't they men. Regardless of whether or not this is my body and I know how I like to feel and I'm telling you how I like to feel, it makes them and I, I'm not speaking for men, but I'm speaking from my experience. And my experience, it makes men feel Either like less than a man, or like or, you telling them, or, or, or I'm belittling them by telling them you're not doing it right. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I have been in a relationship without head because he didn't do it right and he didn't like me to tell him how to do it. How to do it? Yeah. But I mean, y'all gotta get out of that though, as grown as people. If your partner is telling you. That you are doing, that you're not satisfying them in a certain area of your sexual relationship, then fix that shit because everybody is different. And just because your last bitch liked it like that, don't mean I like it like that. Communication, hey, my man. I mean, she she said she did communicate it, and he was against taking her suggestion. I mean, because me personally, if I'm not doing it right. I want you to tell me I'm not doing it right because the whole purpose of me doing it so is you, to please satisfy you. Yeah. I get off by hearing my partner moan and tell so, me how good my head is. Is that certain? So, did you so enjoy being in a relationship without? All yeah, uh, yeah, I do because he satisfied me sexually. He satisfied me the other way. way. So yeah, so I you really still coming? Yeah. yeah, I really didn't trip like. I per, I like it, but I don't have to have it. That that's my thing. I don't have to have it in I, order to be satisfied. I, don't. I honestly prefer to give it than to receive it. Like I do like it, and I I'm not saying don't give me head, but I I like to give head more than I like to receive it. I really before I started doing it because for a long time when. I first saw having sex. I really thought giving me it was so nasty. So and that means you shouldn't have been having sex. You started mm-hmm. having sex too. I did. I did. It didn't. That my life just ended, and I'm not about to restart it. We still live on Facebook. But I did. You know, I I, I started too early. I can admit to that or whatever. So for a long time, it took me a while to give it or whatever. But I before I did it. I used to think bitches was was weird when they said that I like I I, I get off here my dude come oh oh no my dude coming and moaning and this that and third but once I started doing it it really does do something to you to know that you're satisfying your partner it really does I mean you I can't attest to that even as a lesbian it's something about hearing a masculine person moan and be weak and shit that do something. Like you breaking them down. Yeah. Because it's like, 
It's like, yeah, I like it when my fans moan and shit. I, you know, that means I'm satisfied and shit. But when I'm fucking with a stud and that bitch get to moaning and, you know, putting head and acting like a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I did something. I'm doing that motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah, for real. That should be boosting me. I'm ready to do I everything agree. now. I totally agree. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's like, I could literally, I could come over here. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. I mean, if you enjoy sex, then I, do you agree, Meech? You, you can, you can satisfy yourself over knowing that I just did the shit out of that with my partner, like the moans and the I love yous and shit. Like a bitch don't even have to know you. And if you fucking are good, I love you. You hear him great? Oh, no. I it's think he already established that he bought kind of selfish when it comes. He said he didn't mean that. Okay, so let me tell y'all one so day. So you like satisfaction. You like for your... Let me tell y'all one day. One day I was having a... Uh, let me tell them, though, why you said that. One day, Keebop and I were having a conversation, and he said that he don't give a fuck if his partner come as long as he get his man. And then he later said that he didn't mean to say that. So, I'm confused. Because I always satisfy my partner. But you said you didn't care. I don't know. I mean, because if I come, I mean... If you, if but you come, pretty, then you need to eat pretty, the pussy until she comes. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I've already made you come because I enjoy eating pussy. So, I'm pretty sure... And everybody has said I you eat know, the pussy. You know, women come more than men. Everybody said that I eat the pussy good, so I'm pretty sure I made. I mean, as long as you're making sure they satisfied, because you said you don't care. You do care. I mean, I I like eating pussy. It's not that I care if you come or not. I just like doing it. So you don't care. Which yeah. brings me back to my point from every week. Kiba doesn't like women. <laughs> Which is a crazy assumption that they make about me. Who is calling me? It's the ratchetness for me. And he already knows. So that's what it is, keep up. You don't you don't care about your women being satisfied? They're gonna be satisfied anyway. It's not that I don't care, it's just I know they satisfied. How do you know they satisfied? Because I know I'm How? doing my thing. How? They telling you, Kiba, I'm so satisfied. Yeah, because I stirred the pot and I licked the ladle. Her boy, bye. And I licked the, I licked the ladle good. I stirred the pot we, good. We ready for the next question as soon as Queen get back. I do what I do. <laughs> Fuck out of here. What exactly is it that you do? My, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door, oh, Fuck you talk. I do my and thing. And then come back. I enjoy sex. All right. And after, I, before the next question, um, I'm going to take a survey of all the bitches I know that keep on the fuck. And I'm going to ask if he really be doing if he, what he think he be doing. And I'm going to come back with a report next week. Yeah, we want to have a report <laughs> for real. Because you talk too much shit for real. All right. Last question of tonight. How do people have good sex without proper communication? Oh, we that that ties right into what we were talking about. You can't you can't have good sex without well KD did obviously for for a whole relationship. How long did this relationship last when you wasn't getting good head? 
That's not proper. I, it wasn't like it wasn't proper communication. It was not communicated with him. And but, I he didn't did, like it. but he didn't he reciprocate. Did, he didn't so, reciprocate. So in return, I didn't. He did, did it. But so, he, but he was not. I, I didn't like, want it. I feel like if you if you um, address a problem in your relationship, whether it's sexual or otherwise, and your partner doesn't reciprocate, then that is a problem in communication. Am I wrong? I mean, I guess. I don't think it's a problem in communication. I just think it's like if you choose to deal with that answer, you know what I'm saying? You communicated you had a problem with this um, or how something was done and they're like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. And you like, okay. I mean, well, if you say okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, everything was communicated, but you said, okay, well, that's, I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you can have great sex as a one-night stand, and you, you and that well, person ain't got to communicate at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a one night stand. But that's great sex. It's talking. Listen, you have great sex without proper like, communication. I feel like that you is, do have proper you, communication. How no, is it proper? I feel like y'all flirting with each other before it happens. Listen, listen. <laughs> okay, well, in my experience, one night stands is different. Like the one is like one night stands. I've had the people are very open to you know taking suggestions or doing what I like it's because because the fuck. That's what we're here for to satisfy each other. We know that this not going no further than what the fuck we doing right now. So we not here to satisfy each other. What the fuck is the point? So the people that I've had one night stands with is like, yeah, we gonna do whatever to to make sure this is enjoyable for the both of us because we know we ain't doing this shit no more. So it gotta be communication. <laughs> And like I said previously, I'm not about to be in a relationship with nobody who does not satisfy me sexually. So if I feel like I'm telling you, oh, this ain't working and you're not willing to reciprocate, then we done here. Listen, when it comes down to any relationship, whether it's romantic, plutonic, or family, whatever, communication has to happen. Unfortunately, some people don't want to communicate and that comes down to other deep-seated issues that they have to deal with personally. But that's why I say it comes down to the individual, you know what I'm saying, to understand and dictate that and know who to deal with. You know what I'm saying? As you get older and grow, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully you learn this and come across it, you know what I'm saying, whenever you do come across it. But it's just like, I say, if you want certain things, it's nobody telling you you can't have that stuff reciprocated from another individual. It's nobody telling you. I agree. Only you telling you you can't have it if you accept the things that you don't want from another person. You know what I'm saying? You're right. That's how I feel. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be with nobody who don't want to reciprocate. To sex, to, to sex, to needs, to whatever it comes down to, communication is the key to any 
relationship. It's like commun you can't do anything so even you. if it's just a sex relationship. Yeah. I mean I guess yeah, even, even, even if it's a sex, sex partners. partners. Especially if sex y'all just sex partners. Yeah. Especially if you just friends with because there's a sex partner. Because it's that's the whole reason y'all fucking with each other mm-hmm. is for the it's sex. The sex so right. if either one of us are satisfied then what the fuck are we doing this for? I get it, I get it, I get it. And I mean, that just brings me back to the point that I always make that before you make these type of arrangements, that you need to have these conversations. Like, what are you into? What are your limits? What do you like? Like, I feel like, like I said, especially if you're going into a situation where, oh, we just sex partners or friends with benefits or whatever, that needs to be a conversation. Like, how are you satisfied? What do you like sexually? You know, like... I'm not about to go into a situation blind. Tell me what you what you went to, like, so I can be prepared for the situation, or so I can back out if that ain't what I like to do. You know. I agree. So, in 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 conclusion, the three of us agree that you cannot have good sex without communication. Nope. Oh yeah, no. Communication nope. is the key to any relationship. That even go back to our main topic, even best friendship. No relationship is going to be stable or successful without proper communication. I agree. I feel like that's the main objective to our whole show tonight. Proper communication, communication is key. Proper communication. Communication, not only communication, but comprehension from the person that you're communicating with. You can communicate. You can communicate all day long, but if the person you're talking to doesn't comprehend or understand, or like she said, reciprocate. What you're saying, then you talking to a brick wall. And let me, let me add another that. aspect to, to that is that you can't you can't expect things from other people. All you can expect things is from yourself. Mm-hmm. So, again, if they're not displaying the things that are up to your standards, it's up to you to make that decision. Like, so okay, maybe maybe I can mess with you here in this aspect, but. In these other aspects, I can't mess with you. And these other aspects are the majority of my life. So only sometimes I could deal with you. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's individual. <laughs> okay. So, okay, you guys. As we said the other week that we don't want to end. Yeah, we slapped last week. Yeah, we don't want to end our sessions without giving you something positive to leave you with. So, tonight, our positive quote is... You are the artist of your own life. Don't hand the paintbrush to anyone else. And to elaborate on that is don't allow no one to control what you do or what you do not do. You are ultimately the captain of the plane of your life. Mm -hmm. You control what destination you go to. No one else. So don't allow anyone to influence you. On what you you set your goals on to do, so that's all I have to say about that. Anybody else want to elaborate on that? I agree. You're the 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 captain, the commander, the controller of your life. You you control your destiny, and whatever you set your mind to, whatever you speak to existence in your life, it will be. You are the curator of your life. Don't you know. Don't second guess yourself. Don't question yourself. Whatever you're trying to do, just go out and do it. Uh, be the best that you can in whatever you're doing. And, you know, don't let anything else dictate Dictate it, man. It's going to be obstacles in this life. It's going to be things to overcome and, 
and facing things like that. And, you know, again, it, like we were talking about communication, it comes down to that communica communication with yourself, too. Excuse me, I got the hiccups, but we about to go anyway. But it comes down to that communication with yourself as well. Like, make sure you're giving yourself that positive self-talk, that, that um, optim optimism, that positive outlook, that forward thinking on knowing that you're going to be in that position you want to be in. Yeah, thank y'all for watching. We love y'all. Episode six is in the motherfucking books. Make sure make sure y'all share this live. Oh yeah, follow us on um on IG. Add us, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. I know I say this every week, but I'm gonna start tweeting. Caterfly, books, all of that. Go to the link in our bio to um get your Caterfly with to get your get into it merch. I'm gonna be adding the link to my books in that um in that uh, link uh, this week, so stay tuned for that. It's your um growing up lesbian um part one and part two um yeah and stay tuned because we got some shit popping for y'all. Oh, and shout out to our oldest nephew, happy birthday, birthday Big Cam, happy birthday, twenty three. Yeah, thank y'all for watching. Peace.